In every real estate transaction, something comes up that the buyer or seller may have a question about. But in the heat of the moment, the question goes unanswered. Each episode, I talk with real estate experts and real estate vendors to provide a look at what goes on behind the scenes in the real estate world to get you answers. I blend in local Santa Cruz history, add some tips and tricks, all designed to help you be successful in your next real estate project. Tell your friends you can't talk right now because you are with the Realtor Lady. Happy New Year. You are with the Realtor Lady. I haven't had as many episodes go up. I've been working on getting guests and everybody is either uh, tied up or they're just busy and some of them doing their own podcasts. But today I'm excited. We're going to have Haley Desser. She's in Florida. And we were talking about the differences of Florida and some of the things that she does there and and why people move there. But what came up in our pre-conversation was how many people are buying online. And I've done quite a few sales online, basically with FaceTime, with my iPad, just um, filming and then sending it to people. We've done it through Skype. There's just so many different ways to actually help people buy when they're all over the world. So we're going to touch on that today because I think it's pretty interesting and something that's going to be probably happening more in the future. So take a listen. Today we have Haley Desser from Florida and she is from Boca Raton and I thought that sounded so eloquent and she just told me that means mouth of the rat. So I don't know if I'm going to think of that name the same way ever again. Maybe I should have never even been told that. (laughs) I ruined it for you. <laughs> That's okay. Um, so just uh, tell us a little bit about the area you work, given an, uh, just a brief idea of Florida for people like me who know nothing about Florida. Uh, full disclosure, I got another gal coming after you uh, in a couple weeks. It's also going to talk more about Florida, but since you and I connected on buying online and some of uh, more specialized skills that you had that I also share that that the, that's actually what we're going to be touching on today. But I still mm-hmm. want to hear a little bit about the area that you live in. Of course. So I am Haley Desser. Thank you for the intro. I'm with EXP Realty and Excellent. I okay. specialize in residential real estate in South Florida. So that is, pri- for me, it's primarily Boca Raton and Delray Beach. It's on the East Coast. Uh, but my territory really does expand all the way from Melbourne down to Fort Lauderdale. I specialize in relocation moves and we'll be talking more about that today. And how did you get to Florida? Huh. I came for love and it didn't work out, <laughs> but I stayed. <laughs> oh, well, I, and you liked it. Did they oh, yeah. stay? Are they yes. still there? Oh. Yes. So ah. my family has been coming down to this area for 12 or 13 years at this point. So I'm very familiar. And ultimately, when I was down here, it's where I wanted to land. And here I am. Woohoo. And you were not a realtor beforehand. In Where are you from? Where are you from originally? I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. And you were a real estate agent there or... No. So I actually have a corporate background in accounting and finance. I have my CPA license and I've always specialized in real estate 
uh, related roles throughout all the companies that I have. And when I actually came down to Florida, I work for a national home builder here in finance, helping them figure out where to build new communities all throughout the state and who our buyers would be and how to price the homes. And after that, I decided to take the leap full time into real estate. That's awesome. I'm, I, it's exciting for me to hear that you kind of, you almost kind of apprenticed a little bit, or you actually kind of were kind of an offshoot or an ancillary piece of the business before you jumped in. I work with some people who are newer and the struggle of just really not knowing anything about the business is, is so daunting. And I mean, they catch up, but I was an assistant for almost two and a half years before I became an agent. And I remember Mm -hmm. being in this kind of almost class with other agents and they're like, how do you know how to do this? And it was just like, there can't be any other way. There can't be any other way. You've got to go get some training first, at least real training. So, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and then the other thing I was just thinking about when you said that is we have like literally no new construction in our area. Mm-hmm. So just to hear about home builders, home builders, it's just like it's such a <laughs> foreign thing to us. I mean, there's like one-offs, you know, but there's there's not like huge developments. We have a few that have gone up, but not really. Yeah. Um, so tell me who comes to Florida, especially your area. What 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 is the draw in your area? And then when you think about the whole state, where are you? Are you in the middle? Are you on the east side, the west side? Kind of give us a, like a little bit of a ge- geographical kind of idea. Sure. So most people know where Disney World is. Uh, we're <laughs> approximately three and a half hours southeast of Disney World, so it's okay. on the coast. Okay. And a little bit further south, approximately 45 minutes north of Fort Lauderdale. That's another kind of big city that people know about. And as far as people relocating to the state, I have clients that are from out of the country. I have clients from across the United States. So most people are coming down here because it's the winter (laughs) where they are mostly up north and they're just so sick of the cold. And some states have more COVID restrictions than Florida does at this time. So there's a lot more freedom down here. We have, you know, 300 plus days of sunshine and just a better quality of life. So, um, I mean, people of course are moving year round, but what they're finding is that a lot of their jobs are staying remote full time and they're deciding, well, why are we going to stay here when we could be in Florida For some of them, it's a lower cost of living. There's a lot of tax advantages as well, and we have no state income tax. So uh, it's very metropolitan. I would say the majority of the people that are moving down here are from New York and New Jersey. So they kind of call it the sixth borough down here. What's that? So in New York, there's there's different boroughs, and they joke that this is like the additional one (laughs) in the South. Wow. Okay. I love this. I'm learning so much. I know nothing about, I mean, I'm, I'm such a typical, probably American California. I just like, oh, that's over there on the other side of, you know, the country. Mm-hmm. I don't yes. know anything about that. <laughs> so, so when you first started and today you have more people that are staying like full-time, not just mm-hmm. as a, okay. Okay. Yes. It's mostly families that I'm helping relocate to the area or first-time homebuyers that, you know, recently got married or are in a committed relationship or even, you know, single people. Um, but yes, people that want to live here full-time. Um, so what's your median price for your houses, sir? 
It's $510,000 and 40% of our purchases are cash. You're laughing at me. Tell me yours. Mm-hmm. Well, look, 500,000 cash at 40% is nothing to laugh at, truly. I mean, our median mm-hmm. just hit on my side of town. I actually put it on Instagram. It's like 1.3. It just hit, I think. Wow. I think that's what Zillow had it at. Or maybe, mm-hmm. or maybe that's just... No, I'm pretty sure that's... Yeah, we went from a little... We went from just a little under a million to way over a million in the last year. Mm. But you have a lot of cash. That's interesting. So are those people cashing out of equity on their homes and buying like their homes there? Mm-hmm. Now, yes. are they selling it, those homes or are they hanging on to them? Most of them are selling. Wow. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a big commitment to, to, to something so radically different in terms of you know, area. And, and then what about resources? Like uh, water, power, what, like, we're in a perpetual doubt, drought. I think we're just going to be in the drought for the rest of my life here. Mm-hmm. So we always have to conserve water. We, what are your, what, what's your resources like? You public sewer, wa- public water. You can use as much or as little as you want. Some people get solar panels to be a m- little more environmentally friendly, but there are no restrictions. No restrictions. And there's plenty mm-hmm. of it. You guys got lots of Correct. rain at some point that provides oh, yes. enough? Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, that can actually add to a lot of the value. Redfin had mentioned that a lot of people would be buying based on, you know, restrictions, not just COVID, but, you know, drought and, and problems with resources could keep them out of certain areas. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. Let's see. So that seems like it would just be pretty fun to live there. I don't know. I think it'd be warm all the time. We're not warm all the time here. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, <laughs> but it's not always warm. Yeah. And you are selling, you're selling to people all over the world. Yes. What's the furthest or the just like the craziest far away <laughs> person you've sold to? And how'd you do it? Sure. So um, I have clients right now that are in Canada and in Israel, and I have never met them in person. And this is standard for a lot of my clients, even across the U.S. that are moving here. A lot of them find me through social media, either Facebook or Instagram. And uh, I think for me, I spend a lot of time getting to know my clients and what their interests are and what's important to them with the move. And of course, building that relationship and making sure it's the right fit for both of us. Um, And then that way I can really hone in on what's important to them. And we do FaceTime tours or I'll take video or send pictures to them. But a lot of my clients do go under contract without ever seeing the home in person. And what has, has, have you had any issues? Somebody just went, oh my gosh, this is horrible or it's bigger or smaller or any hiccups in that kind of online process? So knock on wood, everyone so far has walked in the house and said, oh my God, it's even better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, nice. Um, Yeah. What I found on camera is that oftentimes it does appear smaller or darker. And when Mm -hmm. they actually go into the home, it's, it's much more expansive than they thought and a little lighter and brighter. And especially when they're freezing cold, I keep referencing up North, but a lot of my clients have come from like New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and then they come down here and it's 75 degrees and they can wear flip-flops and shorts. It's just, it all clicks into place. So I think I'm just going to have to visit. Yes, absolutely. So uh, FaceTime, you do Zoom, 
mm-hmm. meetings and all that. And you and you also film the houses for them as well. Take some yes, videos. Yes, exactly. Yep. Yes, I have sold. So after I spoke with you, I told my husband what we were going to talk about. And he said, well, you've done that a lot. And I forgot I had sold to just recently a gal from Chicago. She thought she could come out and she couldn't. So mm-hmm. we did um, that one. I actually did a whole video of the complex that she was going to be looking into. Oh, and wow. Walked to the whole complex mm-hmm. and then showed her the unit. That one was darker than she thought. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's kind of turned around. It was okay because when I was taking the videos, I was going later in the afternoon and the sun had kind of, you know, come down and it wasn't as bright. And then when they got keys, it was, we had a time where it was foggy for almost like a mm. month. So oh, wow. it kind of gave that wrong idea. And I, I think they're just fine now. And then I sold a place to a family from Tokyo that were moving back to the Bay, Bay Area. Wow. And That's so cool. That one, how I did it was I filmed the house. I took some pictures and then I went back and I trailed the home inspector through mm. the property. So okay. they got to see not just the house, but they, we went kind of through the home inspection. And so they really just felt like they were there. The, the, the fun part is you understand the timing, mm-hmm. that coordinating of timing. Sometimes you just have this very small window where it works. And I think I had like a roof inspector who, I think we had somebody up till about 1130 at night to get that Ooh. roof inspection done. But that was, wow. that was the best we could do. And, um, they just said that the home inspection was super thorough. The house is everything they thought it was. It's just when it came down to costs that some of the contractors didn't kind of keep their word on the cost. So mm. they had to go back and have a little talk with them because you know what? I had them on video saying how much they were going to charge and they mm. had that. So in a way, I think it was kind of cool. I mean, they didn't get to be walking through the house, but they also had some some concrete proof of of, of, hey, you said you'd charge this. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. And who else did I have? I, I don't know what I did with my list. Had a list of people. I'm really good at or- being organized and then just putting it somewhere where I never <laughs> find it again. I do the same thing. I completely understand. But anyway, there's there's ways to do it. And then you do like probably DocuSign. You send all the disclosures online and go through them. Mm-hmm. Do you go through them online or do you just send them to them and tell them to ask questions? So I have a whole process up front. Uh, when I have the initial buyer consultation, you know, we talk about what they want. I make sure, of course, it's a good fit on both sides. And then I do schedule a follow-up call where we really hone in on what's important to them and not just what is important, but why is it important to you? I have a local guide that I send them about the area just so they can get a little familiar with what it's like. I encourage them to go on Google Maps. You can kind of virtually step through Mm -hmm. and look at the neighborhoods. Uh, We do the FaceTime tours. If that I've definitely had circumstances where my cell reception doesn't work. A lot of the homes down here are built with concrete block construction and that can interfere with the signal. So Mm -hmm. I send them kind of like goofy videos in the house pretending to be on like house hunters or... (laughs) 
Oh, that's with fun. some commentary. And I, of course, like have serious moments as well, but it just kind of livens it up a little bit. Um, and then I also have a buyer's guide that has a list of questions as well to consider. So up front, we go through all the documents they'll be signing. Again, like I have that CPA background, so I'm very analytical and a perfectionist. And I want to make sure that we're all very clear up front about how the process works and what documents they're signing so that they're comfortable with it. And then when it's go time, I'll review the highlights of the contract. I'll send that to that to them in an email as well, just to reiterate what they are signing. And we press the go button until closing. We go. It sounds like we both kind of have the same process. You mentioned just really wanting to make sure that they understand what they're signing and reading. And and sometimes I really just can't get people to read the stuff. And Mm -hmm. one of the things I've complained to my brokers, the thing about buying online is I really believe that you should pay more attention than less. And I I find sometimes, not my people who've truly bought sight unseen, but mm-hmm. for people who just kind of get into the electronic world that they don't really read things as much. So I've used video now where I take a video of stuff and I send it to them and I just highlight all the <laughs> stuff and I'm just like, okay, you, you're not going to listen to me or you're not going to read it, but here it is. It's in your inbox, right. you know, so I want to make sure. And that's kind of the struggle of the online and the, you know, this everything being online is just trying to get people to go, hey, you're not really actually here to see what I'm seeing or what I know about this area, you know, so Mm -hmm. good for you. I'm being thorough. I definitely have. I also sold a house to a a man in Sweden and that was kind of a fun thing. His aunt and uncle owned the house and when the family sold it, they gave him a chance to buy it and Mm -hmm. he said no and he grew Mm -hmm. up in that house and when it came back up for sale... He wanted to buy it. He called the listing agent and the listing agent blew him off. And he called me and I was like, uh, okay. And he was hard. I, he was, he was really fun to work with. Uh, but he, he wouldn't really read any of these sections either. He's like, I grew up in the house. I know everything about it. And I was like, sounds great, but we're getting a home inspection anyway. And so, you know, we did, we did all the due diligence anyway, but, um, he was just happy to have the house back in the family his uncle oh, built. That's so. a really good story. Yeah. It's it's fun. There's some and then I had a gal who just used FaceTime and then she was able to come and see the house in person. And she said mm-hmm. the same thing you did earlier. Yeah, it was a little bit smaller. She actually thought it was smaller. That because the, the I, I was standing back, I guess, you know, wider. And so sure. I was kind of giving these, you know, goofy angles. But Yeah. No, and I also, I I always have like at least one blooper during every showing, meaning like I don't have very gate code. I can't get the door open. I bang my head or walk into a glass sliding door or I trip. Like I am so notorious for tripping oh my God. when I'm doing showings. <laughs> and it's definitely been on camera before too, but you know, it, it makes it a little more fun. I, well, it makes it seem like you're a real person. Yes, yeah. I'm I'm more of an aside, like, why did they put that there? I'm mm. more of the oh, this is weird. That's my kind of more my Sure. Just our houses are very strange out here. There's not there's barely two that are alike. Mm. And so many of them have just really goofy 
facets to them. So it's yeah. just like, what is going on here? So that will be my my blooper would be like, what what's up? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Do, do you have any good stories for me about buyers and... Yes, I have a lot of good stories, but um, most recently I have clients, they're first time home buyers from Chicago. They're the cutest couple. And I had them on FaceTime and it turned out that the listening agent wanted to be there for the showing and she scheduled a showing for another family at the same time as well. So I was there and then another family of buyers was looking at the home as well. And I'm on FaceTime and I go to walk into one of the guest bathrooms and the husband of the the (laughs) buyer side literally was dropping his pants to go pee. And I was like... And he just was paying no mind to the fact that I had just walked in the bathroom. He was he just peed. And I was like, okay. And my clients are like, oh, we lost your cell service for a second. I was like, oh, it's good you did, because Oh, they didn't see it? Oh my gosh. No, thank I but I was like beat red, like, you know, trying to maintain my composure. They're like, what happened? So I stepped outside. I was like, you will not believe this. Um, so Yeah. And then I just had a client relocating from Atlanta. He's a former major league baseball player. And again, we had never met in person. I was doing house tours and I completely just like wiped out. Like I tripped and just, (laughs) oh my gosh. Um, And then the house, of course, that was for him. We could not connect via Zoom. I just did not have good cell service. So I recorded videos for him. And I sent it over and I was like, welcome home. This is your house. Like, you know, you, do you get that feeling for your clients too? Like when you walk in the house, you're like, this is the one. I know it. There's been a few where it, it depends. Some of them, it's sometimes they buy houses that I've, I'm just like, I, I'm i not feeling it. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, this is the perfect house for us. And then there's been other people where I'm just like, oh my gosh, yeah, this is everything they've told me about. I just, I had one late last summer where I don't even remember saying this to them. I just said, well, we can look at this one, but we're going to go look at the next one and we're going to go steal it because I had an idea that we could get, we could get it not for less, but we could get it Mm -hmm. because most is every time, you know, 10, 11 offers at least. And they said, we never forgot that. And we feel like every day we stole it. And it was That's just, great. And I, yeah, I did know that was their house. I really did know it was mm-hmm. their house. I can't say much for the decor and the, the shape of the, I, I thought the house was a little funky, but our house, our houses are, mm-hmm. they're kind of, they're kind of like that. But yes, yes. Every once in a while, you know, it's really fun when you get to be in person. So how many sales do you have that you don't, I mean, how many in person sales do you have? If your so, relocation... Sure. It really depends on the family or the person that I'm working with. Um, If they decide to come down for it or if they end up staying where they are. Like this couple in Chicago, they intended to come down, but there was a huge snowstorm. So unfortunately, they were unable to and you can't control when the right house comes on the market. So uh, that was virtual. I had another client that relocated to Fort Lauderdale and I had all these showings set up for her. We did meet in person and we walked through the door of the first one. She said, cancel all the rest. This is the one. And I was like, are you are you sure? And she's like, absolutely. 100%. This is my house. And I got it for her. So <laughs> do you have multiple offers? Multiple what? Multiple offers. 
So yes, many of the homes do go into a multiple offer situation, but I have a pretty high success rate with my clients, about 70% of them. One of the first five homes that they see, they end up going under contract on and about 90% of them, their first offer is accepted. Wow. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. I um, I had a listing just recently that was, it was, it was pretty much at market and we weren't getting multiple offers mm-hmm. and I was trying to educate the agent that I was working with is that when you find that you don't get a lot of offers, some of that is actually agent pullback versus the agent that steps up with their client and actually purchases it. So you, even if you're at maybe a little bit above market, mm-hmm. but but the pushback we were getting was more for the agents in the area that you know, didn't think the house was worth it. So they were discouraging their buyers. Well, their buyers didn't get the house. Mm. It only took one offer, right? Right. You can only sell it mm-hmm. to one person. And I was just trying to educate her on what this looks like and a lot of the, the, the issues that we have when a buyer doesn't get a property and they keep saying, well, I keep getting aced out. It's like, because your agent has made a decision about the market before mm-hmm. you even stepped in that house. And sure. Prices are ugly and it's it's harsh and I get it. But if your buyer is giving you a directive to go get you a house, like you said, you're 90%, then you're going and you're doing your job. And the other agents that are just letting them write tons of offers, are mm-hmm. they don't realize it, but they're the gatekeeper. Yep. And that's what Those I figured out. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And, you know. I mean, my clients will be like, oh my gosh, I heard it's such a crazy market. But, you know, again, it's about having the transparent and honest communication upfront about the market conditions. And Mm -hmm. then they talk to their friends that are hearing that they're putting in multiple offers. So, you know, we discuss kind of what are, and I'm sure you do the same thing. What are the levers that you can pull? Um, My biggest thing, you know, we have an escalation clause here in Florida where you can say, I'll beat out the highest offer by X number of dollars. And, I tell all my clients, I said, look, I'm a straight shooter. We go in with highest and best. We don't mess around. The agents know that this is the best offer that, you know, we're putting in. And I want you to feel comfortable that you put it all Mm -hmm. on the table, that if it wasn't accepted, that, you know, you did everything possible. And that's the offers that we submit. And that's why they're getting accepted. Yeah. We don't do escalation clauses here. I had somebody who wanted to do one last summer and I said, you will make that other agent, the listing agent so angry. We are not mm-hmm. doing it. So yeah. it's, yeah. Yeah, it's important to have that right out of the gate. I know uh, about four years ago, I helped a buyer, a couple get a property out of four offers and it was like the fifth house they saw. Mm-hmm. And their friend said, we've been trying for six months and we haven't gotten anything. And Ryan looked at me, the, the buyer looks at me, he goes, well, what, what was the difference? I go, oh, you listened to me. It's easy. It's just easy. You just listen to your agent. You said right. you wanted the house. This is what I told you got to do. You did it. We got it. We're good. And meanwhile, you know, those people at that time were still looking. And I was like, it's, it's, it's a skill set, but I think the skill set is partly helping your buyers understand what it's going to take to get it. You know, and, and once they mm-hmm. get on board, then everybody's just in the car. Here we go. We'll go get it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. But that's a testament to you as well. And I would have said, oh, have them call me. We'll get under contract. <laughs> well, sort of. You know, I've been doing it 16 years. And sometimes I, I think that would always go through my head when I was a, a, a kind of a younger agent. But now I'm just like, well, they don't listen. 
I don't know if mm. I want people that don't listen. You know, I, sure. I'm not as hungry as I used to be. Now I just want to work with people I want to work with and we can have fun and go get houses. And I want to enjoy my job more. And I think running mm. after these people that didn't listen really, really made it a lot harder when I first started. So sure. sometimes when people tell me about difficult, I'm like, sounds great. And what do you think about this? <laughs> Keep walking. <laughs> um. Well, I think we've kind of hit all the food points. Is there anything you want to add about Florida that we don't know about? Or, I mean, it, the quality of life here is truly fantastic. And I know you can probably relate because they say California and Florida are synonymous, but it's it's wonderful. It's very cultured. We have phenomenal restaurants and shopping and the beaches and... Um, What's yeah, your favorite thing to do when you're not working? What do you do in your off time? Oh, my goodness. So I just recently started playing pickleball, and I am addicted. I love it. That is fantastic. Um, I do also lead a social group in the area. I love bringing people together. Um, but I also, I mean, the beach, of course. It's funny because when I was growing up, the beach in Maryland was three and a half hours away. And now it's less than 15 minutes. And I don't go as frequently as, you know, everyone's just like, oh, you go to the beach all the time. You live in Florida. I'm like, actually not. But <laughs> it is always nice. Well, you know, my husband said something to me the other day. He said, well, we don't go to the beach as much as we should. Like mm -hmm. he felt guilty. I said, no, we appreciate everything about our area all the time. I take walks. We are... We are outside. We we have a small house with buildings and we're outside just always kind of moving around and never, you know, never miss really a chance to just look up at the sky and just love where we live and appreciate it. And I'm like, you don't have to be at this designated place to appreciate where you live. You can just that is true. be there and you'll love it. it it's okay. Absolutely. And yes. he's like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the time. I mean, I think of anybody, he just really appreciates it. And I just think, you know, and, and definitely can tell you love your area. You don't have to go do mm -hmm. all the, the prescribed things that are the way that you actually are supposed to enjoy the area, but you enjoy it and you, you love it. And that's so, that's so helpful for the people that you talk with and you work with is just like, they can just tell how much you love it. And I think with me too, people just like, and I don't take a lot of criticism either. I mean, you could criticize me, but watch it on my town because I get I get a lot. Yes. Oh, yeah. I definitely, it's funny because on my Instagram, I saw someone the other day and he's like, you're always happy. And I was like, I love living here. And, I, you know, we all of our good and our bad days, but like 99% of the time, <laughs> it's good, you know? Yeah, there's just not much to be, yeah. I mean, you know, we all have our, we have fog here and we will get, when our seasons change, the ocean brings in a cloud cover and it will mm -hmm. stay sometimes for up to a month. Wow. You won't, you won't see me happy. Yeah. No, I'll be very, yeah, it just, I'm very sensitive like that. But other than that, there's not much to really complain about for sure. It's a yeah. beautiful area. And we're our own bosses, you know, I, for me, at least like incorporate, I don't, I don't have to go to an office every day. I don't have to dress a certain way. It's really empowering to be my own boss and, and, get to run my business the way that I want to. So do you feel similarly? Well, sort of. I'm getting a little jaded. I'm, I actually really love the business even more in terms of dealing in, in 
not dealing, working with people, I'm enjoying mm-hmm. it way more. I have attracted the best clientele that I just love talking to at any time. Mm-hmm. And that's a process that I nurtured and brought up. And I love that piece of it. But just recently, we bought a laundromat. And okay. this has been really fun because I've been able to just be hands on with stuff, not on the computer, like... Mm-hmm. you know, doing some cleaning or straightening or talking face-to-face with people, but not being tied to them for six months or two months, sure. you know? Yes. And it's yes. been kind of fun. So it's kind of re-energized me a little bit, but I think being home a bit more was, has been a little harder. So it's actually been good for me and to have a way to go out and actually mm-hmm. be in the public space. Cause there's just so much that happens online now that it's, it, it kind of took a little of the fun out of it, but I did have an open house was it last weekend? Yeah, last weekend. That was fun. I, I have yeah. not enjoyed it. It was fun. It was great. I got to see people. It was a and, party in there. And, yeah, it was great. <laughs> I had music on. I was like, hey, this is great. So Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah I love it. It just, you know, you go through time. I I went through, you know, the foreclosure period and, mm. the, you know, the early parts of COVID. I mean, just some of the ups and downs kind of, you know, it's like any career mm. you'll have your moments. Yes. No, it's true. I mean, I was, I'm dealing with a negotiation right now. And, you know, every time that I see the agent call, I want to like, but <laughs> I'm competitive. Like I want, you know, we want the best for our clients. And like you said, the relationships, it's amazing. Like mm-hmm. one of my clients that I helped find a house six months ago, they just told me that they're pregnant. And, you know, it's like Aww. to celebrate these life stages with them and to know that like this house they're growing into, which is what they intended. So it's awesome. No, it, that part's really fun. And then sometimes, um, you know, we're the confident, uh, the confidant too. So sometimes I'll have clients tell me things they haven't told their family yet. So they, so they can have a space to actually just talk about something and they know it's kept mm-hmm. private and I don't yes. know all their friends and family. And then they can just kind of let it out. We've had more than a few families have me and my husband out somewhere and they tell us this crazy news. They just need a minute with it before they kind of go to the family. And that's, yeah. that's always really, really special. Oh, well, that speaks to you as well. And, you know, the relationships that you've built with them. Yeah, it's funny. You know, you have these relationships with people. You don't always see them all the time, but they're they're just all very special to you and their their homes and and their lives. And owning homes really special. You really, you know, creating community and family. And I didn't grow up in a home. (laughs) I grew up in a rental. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it's different for me to watch people buy homes. I think it's really special. Yeah. No, and it's just their excitement. But yeah, I tell all my clients, I was like, you're family now. So (laughs) you're never getting rid of me. (laughs) I'm always going to be in your life. So um, if somebody wants to move to Boca Raton, how do they find you? Sure. So you can find me on Instagram. It's home with Haley spelled H-A-I-L-E-Y-F-L. And on Facebook, it's the same, or you can look me up under my name, Haley Desser. So it's H-A-I-L-E-Y, last name Desser, D as in dog, E-S-S-E-R. Very, very good. Well, I appreciate you coming on and being so excited about it. I took a Peloton run this morning and then afterward I like had my music on. I was like, I'm going to be on a podcast today. 
like, pinch me. This is my life now. It's so cool. So thank you, Michelle, for this opportunity. (laughs) You're so welcome. 